0: The opinion line on Courts 96 FM.
3: This week, the criteria, as you know, for the long awaited public IVF funding was announced by Stephen Donnelly. Now, let's see how far we get with this one. It has come in for a lot of criticism, and in her own words, uh, Renee von Medling says, I'm a very proud same-sex parent to two young daughters with my wife, Audrey. We conceived through reciprocal IVF and I had the honor of carrying both pregnancies. I'm an advocate for equal rights for children of LGBTQ plus parents in Ireland. I firmly believe that all families deserve respect and recognition no matter how they were created. And Renee is on the line to me now. Good morning to you.
2: Good morning, Guy. Thanks for having me on.
3: Congratulations, first of all.
2: Thank you. Yes, we're expecting our third now, so we're going to be a busy household very yeah, soon.
3: That's yeah. And and <laughs> can, before we go into the whole IVF funding issue here, any how has life changed for you and for Audrey and for the children? I mean, this this was something that no one could would even have considered ten, hmm. fifteen years ago.
2: Yeah. So I suppose you know. Life has changed in the in recent decades for, for Irish people, and and what was available and achievable for for queer people decades ago has changed dramatically. You know, twenty years ago, people couldn't have dreamed of, of having an equal family, and um, you know, so we feel very fortunate that that we're living in a time where we were able to access fertility services we were able to get legally married we were able to have children now it's a whole other other story when it comes to equality for lgbtq plus families as many people listening might know many um, lgbt families are still not equal we we have come a long way and there are a portion of families that are now covered by legislation and are, are treated as equals but for, for many families only one parent is still considered um, a legal parent of their children so many families are left in a situation where they have children who only have one legal parent.
3: What do you make of the the uh, announcements by Health Minister Stephen Donnelly? Mm.
2: So I suppose we, we weren't expecting... it it to be wonderful, you know, given our track record. But we were completely shocked and appalled and disgusted that the entire LGBT community is for now excluded. Um and what I mean by that is the criteria announced the other day um, said that no no person or couple um needing donor assistance to conceive would be considered Considered for funding at this time. Um, Minister um, Donnelly did say it would happen at some point in the future. But given, again, our track record, we know that in the past, when we've been given pieces of legislation that are um, very narrow in criteria that exclude large portions of society, and we're promised that there will be advances coming down the track we're years and years and years waiting before that ever happens um, so to see the entire LGBTQ plus community excluded from public funding is an absolute disgrace there's no justification for it we already have legislation in place uh, governing the use of donor materials in Ireland we already have a national registry for donor conceived children so there is absolutely no justification to to exclude an entire section of society.
3: There's a big conflict at play here. I can't reconcile it at all. When you consider that Mm. um, we have a Taoiseach, uh, the very first gay Taoiseach we've ever had here Mm. in in the Republic of Ireland, um, who very happily is seen in public at every available Mm. opportunity with his partner. And you can see by Mm. them they're extremely close to each other. And I've no doubt that they'll be supporting Gay Pride next week in Cork mm. City and County. Mm, uh-huh. I'm wondering, first of all, he, he's, he's our leader. He, he's very proud to promote the LGBTQ plus community. Mm. Um, he's delighted with photo opportunities, but yet mm-hmm. he's leading a government that has basically in this whole projection, in this whole program, have mm. locked out the entire LGBTQ plus community. Would it be different mm, yeah. if, say, for example we had um, a, a female Taoiseach who was gay.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
2: make of it what you will, I I don't think it necessarily is anything to do with gender rather than individual personalities but um, I think what you said there is a a great summary of um, politicians and photo opportunities but when it comes down to the nitty gritty of actually supporting a community um, the support is not necessarily always there and yes it's very disappointing that we we have a gay t-shock and yet again and again and again the LGBTQ plus community have been excluded and discriminated against very
3: disappointing. Um, just looking back over what we know from yesterday's announcements in relation to those who will feel inclusive in this plan that mm. they're, they're still rolling out now I mean obviously the HSE is really only letting us see the tip of the iceberg but that I suspect yeah. and if I'm sounding cynical here maybe I am that I suspect is because most of them don't really know what's underneath the iceberg yet they yeah. haven't got to that level which is characteristic of all governments as far as I can remember Mm. for as far back Um, when you go through things like those with a BMI of under 18 or over 30 Mm. will be excluded, women aged 41 and over will be excluded and men aged 60 60 (laughs) and over will be excluded when you consider that Al Pacino and uh, his young partner gave birth recently quite naturally yeah.
2: Yeah, like there are a lot of people who are in shock, not just the LGBT community after the announcement, there are a lot of people who are excluded, Um, you know, myself and my wife we'd be excluded on three counts not just because we're gay and we need donor sperm to conceive but also because we already have children anyone who already has a child is excluded um, if, if they wish to have a sibling for their first child um, anyone who's already paid for more than one round of privately funded fertility treatment is also excluded so we'd be excluded on three counts I've had hundreds of messages from people who would be excluded on on one two three four or more counts there are so many exclusions, the, the criteria is so narrow, and you have to wonder where these decisions have come from. Um, you know, there was a claim made that it's in order to best distribute the funding to those who have the most chance of success. Um, but I think many experts would, would argue with with the logic of the criteria in terms of giving it to those with the best chance of success. Um, it just seems quite faulted um, in many ways not just in the exclusionary nature of it, but it, it seems faulted across the board. And after waiting for almost three decades for this funding to come in, um, it's disappointing to see how, how short it falls.
3: Uh, they actually say you know, quite openly yesterday that the, the, the whole programme that they're hoping to roll out now in September is based on the Scottish programme, the, the public funding there available. So literally it's just a mirror image of what's happening in Scotland. But, mm. uh, like surely, we're not Scotland. We're, we're a very we're different country. We're a very different you know population, culturally, um, I suppose, for, from a sexuality point of view, we're, we're we're nothing like Scotland. So why can't they come forward with their own plans personally made individualistically for a population in the Republic of Ireland?
2: That's the question. And, you know, they've had a lot of time to work on this. This has been years in the making. And actually, last year, um, you know, Equality for Children, who I'm the CEO of, and LGBT Ireland, Irish Gay Dads, who we work with, we've been campaigning, obviously, for inclusive legislation when it comes to assisted reproduction and surrogacy in Ireland. And that has yet to come forward. And we were accused last year of holding up the public funding model because of the need for inclusion um, for, for more families in, in that surrogacy and AHR legislation. So at that point, a year ago, we were told it's ready to go and you're holding it up, but we're willing to hold it up. Um, and now they've come forward with it and it looks like it's been thrown together. Um, so I don't know what we, we were told a year ago, but it certainly doesn't seem like the truth.
3: Right. Well, we we all await to see what happens in September, and that's if anything happens at all. But well, what do yeah. you think about that? Do you think it's yeah. probably something that'll probably end up being pushed out again?
2: I, I think that it that will. I think it will start rolling out, but I think that it will take a lot longer than than what people think it will will take, which is really unfortunate. I know myself from going through fertility treatment that time is often of the essence, and um, I do think that. It will take a lot longer um, than people may initially think, um, which which is really unfortunate.
3: And I personally think one of the most frustrating aspects of it is that women aged forty-one and over will be excluded. Mm. Um, th- that's appalling. And and do you see that being changed? I hope it will be changed.
2: I hope it will be changed. If you look at the NHS, the the age uh, limit is forty-three, uh, which I think is much more reasonable. Um, and. I, I do hope it's broadened in the future because um, 41 is so young, and it's um, it's 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 really unfortunate for anyone who who falls outside of that. That again, age you know, age and time is of the essence when when you're looking at these these issues.
3: It's lovely to talk to you, Renee. Thank you so much for joining Thank us this you. morning. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Gareth. Thank you very okay. much. That's Renee von Meddling there, and uh, best wishes to her and her wife Audrey uh, on the. Um, in in advance of their third child arriving. And it just struck me there, um, broadcaster Miriam McCallaghan, who I've great respect for and I know her personally. Um, Miriam her her most recent four children were all conceived and born while she was in her forties, in her mid forties. Um I'm not quite sure of the dates or her ages, but I definitely know she was well over forty-one. And I just find that that particular clause there, women aged 41 and over will be excluded and men aged 60 and over will be excluded. So really, if you've had a really rotten time in a marriage many, many years ago and suddenly you find yourself in a situation where perhaps you're in your 40s and you meet a wonderful guy who is in his early 60s, mid-60s and you just find love and uh, you both... Are excluded completely from this new plan that's being rolled out uh, by the HSE in September.
0: Quartz 96 FM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands.